Hey, it's Jenna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. If you're a returning listener, now's a really good time to head to the podcast page of Apple or Spotify and leave your five-star review. Good morning, my tarot lovelies. It's so good to have you here joining me again every day, again every day for our daily spiritual practice of tarot, tarot that stabilizes us, tarot that brings us back to ourselves, tarot that lets us separate what is theirs and what is ours and really bring our energy back into our center and uh, live out the day, live out the day that way and come back tomorrow for another reminder. Um, And of course, tapping into the energetics of what that might look like today or over the next couple days. Now, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, which I highly, highly recommend, um, because it was, you know, it was really potent um, about rebirth. And I feel like on the podcast in the last week and a half, uh, things have gotten really deep. Um, They've gotten a little sassy around here, a little snarky, a little of you know, that side of me coming out, which I love. I adore this side of me that's kind of like a blunt, that kind of blunt friend who just says what they're thinking. Um, And that's cool. And I think a lot of Scorpio is coming out in me. I have um, a majority of my planets or a lot of my planets in Scorpio in the first house. Um, And so a lot coming out of me with all the Scorpio energy and just just that in the world and the full moon and things like that. And so we've been slowly moving through some really big, um, kind of flippant, but also extremely deep and raw um, energy over the last week and a half to two weeks. Um, I don't know if you feel the same, but I have heard from some people that that is kind of what things have felt like. And um, Yesterday, we, I did a huge talk on rebirth and the death and rebirth process as an individual, as an, excuse me, <laughs> that was a little hiccup, um, as an identity, you know, those identity ego deaths and those deaths of certain versions of us that are ready to go and new versions coming in and how actually spacious and long that process is. And the gestation of that, I'm going to have a sip of coffee. Not coffee. It's my, it's still my dandelion chicory concoction. Um, But I just call it my morning coffee anyways. (laughs) Little brain tricks. Um, I really like it though. It's, it's not a, uh, it's not hard to switch over. Um. What was I saying about rebirth? Yes, go listen to that. It was big. It's a half an hour. So you might, you know, need to set aside time to go do that. But um, I highly recommend it. And today, because that energy felt like this last piece of the puzzle on all of this energy over the last week and a half, 
it felt like the last piece kind of sliding into place for us to work with this overarching energy that's here for the next six to nine months. Today, I want to slow it down a little bit. I mean, I'm slowing down a little bit. It feels like the right day. I woke up a little bit later. Um, I'm on the, I'm on Atlantic time. So, um, if you're somewhere and you're often waiting for this, I usually post it at 8 a.m. Atlantic time, which is 4 a.m. Pacific. But there will be some days when I need to post it at 9 or 10 a.m. Atlantic time, which is 5 to 6 a.m. over in Pacific. So if you're in Pacific time, you're probably always going to have it when you wake up in the morning, almost, unless you're a super early riser. Um, just because some mornings I do, I slept in a little bit. My partner gets up at 4.30 to go to work. And so I'm a light sleeper. I often wake up for a half an hour. I don't get out of bed, but I'm awake. I'm in bed. I can hear everything and, and it takes me time. And I woke up and I could just hear the rain and I'm kind of looking out my window at this green grass, looking at this tree with what like an old rundown rustic fence and the gray sky beyond. And oh, it just feels like the exact kind of day I want to have out here. And um, I just love the rain. I don't want it all the time, but I love uh, I love a rainy, rainy day. Uh, so yeah, so I thought I would slow things down a little bit, bring things a little more internal, a little more spacious, a little more intuitive. And I thought that I would really bring you into this and guide you a little bit more into the cards. Um, so we're going to see how that goes. I haven't written out a script or anything, or I'm just going to read it with in mind to kind of bring you into this particular reading, not just as a listener, but as a, a participant. Um, so let's see how that goes. I thought this was, when I thought of this and I pulled the cards, I thought, mm, yes, thank you. Confirmation. Because I got two sevens, two seven cards, both for self-abandonment and self-returning. And when we think about seven, what do we think about? What do you think about when you think of the number seven? Does the number seven mean anything to you already? And when we think about seven, just continue to hold on. If you had nothing come to mind, that is fine. That's absolutely fine. If things came to mind, just loosely hold it. Loosely hold it in your mind while we walk through this. And even beyond what seven means to you, when you hear that there's a double cards and you hear that we want to go inward, what, what does that call forward about you and your life? And where do you want to put your intention today? And by that, I mean, is there something today in particular that a part of you is whispering or maybe crying out for some sort of guidance or some sort of confirmation 
or just something that will speak to it and, and hear it and see it and name it? Is there something in you today? Just hold that loosely as well and see if something comes up for you that, that is what you need today here. Just observe, listen, process this and just see. Now sevens in the tarot are such an interesting number. To me, seven's always been the most magical number. And I don't know why it could be a little bit of that Harry Potter and the culture being, you know, in my thirties and having read them when I was, you know, uh, a teenager, when they were new, preteen teenager, when they were brand new, but sevens always had a little place in, in history and in our hearts as something that feels magical lucky sevens right lucky sevens in the tarot the sevens denote a time where we've come out of the six which is we we notice our patterns in the sixes around what we give and what we take and what we get and what we offer and the sixes have us confront what we actually need for ourselves and what we have been trying to get for the ego and also if we've actually been offering anything in return and is what we offer from the heart or is it to build up our ego or build up our false sense of outer validation you know outer validation for inner validation and so the sevens are following this energy we've just noticed something big about the way we move through the world, the way we offer ourselves, the way we give of ourselves, why we do it. And we've also begun to see other people and how they've been giving and taking to us and why they're doing it. <laughs> and if their egos involved in that or not. And the sevens show up because once that happens and we want to move forward, that is when the universe source life ourselves starts to create, starts to come up with, starts to put in our path. We start to create obstacles. We start to see, especially when we've noticed ourselves in the sixes, we start to see now, okay, here comes the obstacles that are going to test us because there are reasons we were doing what we were doing. 
we had our reasons. They're not always great, but we had our reasons. They don't, might not even make sense anymore to us in the person we're becoming, but we had our reasons for doing certain things when obstacles came up in life. Oh, I'm dropping everything. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that or not, but I'm dropping things. Hmm. So consider for yourself, if this feels true for you, and if this feels like an experience you might be having or have had, where you've noticed things about you, another person, you know, the give and take of energy, the give and take of love with your partner or your people, you've noticed what they offer you and you're starting to notice what you offer back. And you started to decide that maybe it's time to work through that and no longer have those same patterns or show up more in the patterns that are working as well around that. And then life gives you the very things that sometimes we're a little afraid are going to throw off our pattern. Those things are not gone just because we notice the patterns. And the seven shows us that. And it says the obstacles are still here. See? And it show it. We now we have to go through those regular life obstacles, the things we have to get through. But now the sevens ask us to get through them in a different way than we were before. And it is, and, and, you know, using this terminology loosely, it, it's a test for us. It's, but not a test because that's such a poor choice of moving inward. It's an initiation. It is, it, it is an opportunity. It is the opportunity inside obstacle to really pause and notice the way we handle those obstacles. So I want you to think right now, what obstacles are in your path right now? Maybe it's in your love life or a relationship or certain relationships. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's somewhere else. But what obstacles are coming up? What real life things are now coming up that you're like, oh, even though I've noticed patterns and about what I offer and what I give and, and all of that, there's still this obstacle, there's still this thing, or these things that have now come up, or it might even be something where you know, they're going to come up, you know, if you've made a certain decision um, to move or do something like that. Um, I don't know why I keep saying move, maybe it, I'm still in that zone, myself. Um, but life circuit, maybe you want to get a new job you know, things like that, you know, it's coming. And so, you know, there's actually all these tasks, right? These obstacles that you have to get through. What is that for you? Just want you to sit and consider for a second and see if it's tied into that intention or that, that part of life you were thinking about just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm.
It doesn't have to, but it might. And so as you think of these obstacles, I want you to consider with the sevens here that the big message with the sevens is that we see these obstacles. There really are things going on that we need to move through, um, eventually find resolution and harmony around. But, and here's the big one, here's the big thing. And so I really want you to have that intention, have those obstacles held in your mind right now, loosely held in your mind. The sevens show that human experience of a part of us that just wants the external fix to the obstacles. It wants an external fix. It might be like, I really, we have the swords and the cups here. So I'm going to start with them, but it might be any of the sevens with the swords. It's I, we need to come up with a plan. We need to come up with a plan. We need to strategize our way through. We need to plan step by step. And the seven of cups, which is our returning, says, I need to make a choice. I need to choose. I need to decide now. We have to sit down and make a decision. The wands is we have to take action. We have to do something now, right now. And the pentacles is we got to work hard at this. We got to give more effort. You know, we have to keep all of our focus on this. And the true meaning of sevens is that actually none of that is true. None of those things are true. They can be. You know, in some readings, it is giving us that advice. It is giving us those guidance. But when we're talking about essence of cards and about how to come back to ourselves and come home to ourselves in them, the sevens are saying you want to do that external thing or you want the external thing to fix the obstacles. But what you need is to go within. That actually sevens so much of the sevens are actually do nothing cards, which is the paradox of the sevens because they all look like they're doing something. They look like they're, um, you know, they look like they're, they made a plan that they're executing. They look like they are making a decision. They look like they are defending themselves. They look like, um, they're, they're tending and they're working hard. But actually, if you really start to look at these cards, there's a doing nothing energy that permeates underneath the surface. And that is the message today. And it's not do nothing. It's don't think that an ex only the external action is going to resolve this. 
that actually the seven say you think there's an external solution, something you can do right now. But actually, this is an internal issue that this is more about shifting our perspective of things, about dealing with the parts inside of us that, uh, you know, that, that really want that external fix. And it's more about, you know, us, if we change the way we look at things, then the things we look at change. You know, that's a famous quote. And all of the sevens are saying there's actually a bigger fix by going inward than looking outward right now. And that this will just take a little bit of time. The obstacles don't go away, but it, there's something internal that has to happen first. And so I'm just going to talk now about the seven of swords and the seven of cups briefly and their energy to see if it applies, but ask yourself, those obstacles, actually, what's, what can I be doing internally to deal with this obstacle? You know, and think of things like our mindset. Think of things about regulating our emotions or being with our emotions, letting our emotions have space and time within us for a long period of time about this before making a choice. That's the big one today is we actually need to put choices and decisions aside and we just need to continue to be with possibility and we just need to continue to be with our emotional self you know our emotional self right now might have a lot of options and the seven of swords is telling me that one of the ways you might want to be dealing with this is to make a plan to strategize with your head you know, what can I do? How can we, how can we, um, what actions can we take? What plans can we pursue to really get through this conflict? Um, what can each person be doing? How, you know, things like that. Seven of Swords says, my mind can figure this out by making a really concrete plan, by strategizing exactly how to fix this. And that's not going to work. This isn't there's nothing you can do externally. There's nothing the people around you can really do. You can try those things, but there's a good indication right now that none of those things will work because it's an internal issue. In fact, so much of the time, we don't have to take quite as much action as we think we do. We do eventually have to take action to make that reality real, to make things real for us. But we have to work on the internal first. And so today with the seven of swords is saying, drop the planning, drop the strategizing, you know, that list of things that you or they could be doing right now, just drop that. And I don't know if that was your obstacle, but whatever that is, drop making a plan today, drop making those plans this week. Drop that strategizing. And instead, how can you be inside yourself experiencing the emotions of having a lot of options and not choosing any of them? Seven of Cups says don't choose any of them. Because your mind right now is ruling over your emotions and it's trying to put everything and all the options in pretty little cups. 
and it doesn't know enough yet. Your emotions don't know yet where to head. And your mind is exerting some energy and it, that force to make a decision and choose. And that's the last thing we need right now is to make a decision and choose. That's what that says. It says, actually, there's more options that you're not going to see until you process. Until the internal emotional stuff happens and that that takes time, seven weeks, right? Seven cups, seven weeks. Give yourself space, give yourself time. In seven weeks, you might actually see an option that is feels way more in line with, you know, what is right for you and what is right for your heart that you are not seeing today. You're not seeing it today. Is this ringing any kind of resonance with you today? I hope so. And I hope you were able to hold that intention and hold that situation and, and hold those obstacles in your head. And as I spoke, I hope you're able to visualize what this looks like for you and how this applies. And that today is about a slowdown. You know, we've been through a lot and we need to give ourselves time and space. It was the same message yesterday. We need time and space, time and space. We've been getting cups. That's always a, a moment to slow it down, to let ourselves be with our emotions and not have to enforce any kind of productivity, any kind of strategy, any kind of hard work over the situation. And especially, especially over ourselves, you know, because when we do that, we get trapped um, in what comes after the seven of swords, which is the eight of swords. And that is feeling like we are trapped and isolated and we can't see other options. You know, when we strategize and plan too much, we actually cut ourselves off from seeing the other ways forward that are possibly better for us and more freeing for us. So I'll leave it there today. Um, and let me know how this, um, sat with you. Feel free to head to anchor.fm slash at home tarot, leave me a voice memo, a voice message. And, um, if, if you feel like you want to, you can say that I can share it and, um, you know, we can have a bit of a community here at the end sharing, you know, how this is all resonating. So feel free to do that. And I'm going to go slow down and I'm, I'm actually going to go into my journal next, I think, because that feels like the right thing to do. All right, love. I care about you so much. Thanks for joining me at home here for our tarot practice. And I will see you again tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.